that could cost your retirement just not knowing how you're taking out your money and, and having that knowledge and which assets you know you take out and when you take them out and how you do it that's so important it's time for the retirement reality podcast with the founder of principal preservation services mike koyanen Welcome in to the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George. He is Mike Coynan. As always, you can find him online at principalpreservationservices.com. Mike, how you doing? Doing awesome. I had a good summer's been going great. We have warm weather. <laughs> um, got a kitchen remodel coming to the last leg. So uh, that's all coming together, which is exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. How, how long has that process taken? Well, as we record this here after 4th of July, we're two months in. Well, should be wrapped up by mid-August by the time countertops are installed. Is that one where the kitchen has not been able to be used at all? Or have you had kind of a working yeah. area? Yeah, there's really no kitchen. We wow. have a refri- <laughs> refrigerator plugged in, and uh, that is it. So, yeah, no, uh, no stove, top, no ovens for the last uh, four-plus weeks. Wow. So. Well, I'm sure you're ready for it to be done and completed, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, walking, uh, you have to walk in the house with shoes on because there could be some nails or oh, could be man. some screws laying around. But it's been a mess, but it's kind of the, the price you pay to, to get things done. You know, we had to knock out walls and new flooring and new appliances and new cabinets and you move everything around, electrical, water lines, you know, plumbing, <laughs> bathrooms. So um, it'll all be worth it at the end. Very good. Well, today we're going to talk about decumulation. Um, you know, we talk always, we, we, we spend so much time talking about how to build your assets and, mm-hmm. and how to invest. We don't spend as much time about what to do with those assets once you get into retirement and how to decumulate and manage those things as you move through your life. So that's the goal today. We'll have a couple of mailbag questions as well. And we'll put this episode up online as we always do at principalpreservationservices.com. There you'll also find plenty of resources that Mike offers on his website, information on classes too, and, uh, and when he's out and uh, meeting with people as well. So there's a lot of information on the website. But let's talk about these five things you must do uh, about decumulation. Mike, is this, because I don't think... You know, this conversation is not one we've had yet on the podcast in terms of getting rid of assets, but I guess this is something that you have to be thinking about once you move into retirement, right? It is. Uh, we talk about this a lot um, through our, our seminars with our clients in our office because it isn't talked. It's not it's something that's talked about you know, with the majority of advisors out there. So, you know, starting off with the first one, you know, there's a lack of support out there. There's a lack of information, lack of, of knowledge. When you're working with, I would say, probably 95 plus percent of advisors out there, they only focus on building up your assets and they don't talk about how to decumulate or nobody wants to spend down their assets, but you know, just in that uh, withdrawal phase of life. And so um, it's it's a topic that I, I mentioned in all of our seminars because it has to be talked about. You know, I bring up, and I might've brought this up before, Ben, is I look at, you know, your working years and your retirement years. Your working years are the first two quarters of a, of a football game. You get to halftime, you make adjustments, mm-hmm. and third and fourth quarter is retirement. Right. And games are won in that second half. You don't, you don't go the same game plan in that, in that second half as you did in the first half because it's not going to work. You have to have a total different game plan to win that game, and that's we're talking about the retirement game. You have to have that game plan, and you can't do it the same way you did it when you're working. There's so many things have changed. And uh, unfortunately, there's 
advisors don't talk about it. And so that could cost your retirement, just not knowing how you're taking out your money and, and having that knowledge and which assets you know you take out and when you take them out and how you do it. That's so important. Yeah. So if you work with an advisor, I guess it doesn't... Um offer that support and, and communication planning throughout retirement, then you want to make sure you you find someone that does that can help you with that. Number two, uh, five things you must know about accumulation. The, the fear of spending is real, Mike, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're someone that gets nervous about actually spending money in retirement, you're not alone. No, uh, there's a lot of people who you know come in and they like to look at their statements. Um, they like to see their contributions, their employer match, and see those those assets grow. And you, know, you look in the last really dozen years, we've had nine good years out of the last 12. So it's really hard not to grow your assets. And we've seen what the S&P has done here um, from where it was in 2009 when it bottomed out of the out of the uh, real estate bubble. It was you know six. 65, somewhere around 666. It was a pretty ugly number. And we're over 4,200 on the S&P today. So it's, it's really hard not to grow the assets, but you know that people don't want to, <laughs> when they quit working, they're afraid to touch the money. And sometimes I have to give them that, you know, that, that okay. I said, it's okay to spend because when I show them, if you don't spend your money, now you have to take out required minimum distributions regardless for, you know, your qualified dollars. But um, outside of that, I said, you, you're going to leave this much money behind. How much do you want to leave behind your kids, your grandkids? And a lot of times they say, I don't want to leave them a dime. And I said, well, you got some changing <laughs> to do. You got to change some habits. So it's great to, to accumulate. People almost make it like a, uh, gosh, it's just almost like a game. It's it's to build those assets and see how much they can acquire. But you have to get to that point uh, to start using those monies. That's the whole point of what you're saving for retirement anyways. It wasn't just to see that the assets grow on a, on a sheet, you actually have to start using those dollars. Got to spend. You got to spend everything. You, you work so hard to earn that that money. You need to you need to enjoy it. How about the risks, Mike? We, we talk about the risks when you're trying to build your, your account and your nest egg, right? There mm-hmm. are some risks there, but I don't think people think as much about how many risks there are actually in retirement. Yeah. there's it's uh, You get one shot to do retirement, so you have to make sure you, you, you're looking at these. But yeah, there's some risk when you're working. Yeah, you could have a loss of a job or you could have uh, uh, maybe the market has a a bad year or two, but markets are coming back. And so when you're you're actually adding to your portfolios when working, you have dollar cost averaging, which will help your portfolios grow. That's keep buying assets even if the market's low. Uh, you don't stop funding your 401ks, your IRAs, even if the market's low, you keep contributing. But in retirement, well, things change. You don't get to contribute to your IRAs and 401ks anymore. There's so many other things that could happen. Obviously, the loss of a market in retirement is going to be a lot more detrimental than if it was a loss in the market while working. Well, you could lose a spouse. So you lose some income. You lose the social security. Maybe lose a pension or all the pension, half the pension. Medical bills, long-term care. Uh, There's so many things that could happen. And now we're talking about sequence of return risk. That's when you need to be taking money out of your investments to make your ends meet and the market's dropping. And that's called sequence of return risk. And that can really accelerate the losses and lock in those losses, which will shorten the lifespan of your money. So these things have to be talked about. Got to be thinking about all these things as we go through this list. Um, all right, taxes. So the fourth thing on our list that you need to know about decumulation is you know, focusing on your tax consequences has never been more important. You're always going to want to pay attention to how much you're paying in taxes, right? But you don't want to yeah. make sure you're paying more than your fair share. 
Yeah, and we look at this on many angles. We look at taxes on Social Security. We're looking at, obviously, different states have their own uh, tax brackets. You know, Minnesota is one that taxes Social Security. Wisconsin doesn't. So we're on both sides here with both of our offices here. But also how you take your money out, which accounts you take your money out. Obviously, Roth money, you know, the, when you take those withdrawals out, they're tax-free. So you don't have to count that on there uh, against your, your income. But it's good to be working with somebody who can look at all your different type of array of accounts that you have and show you which is going to benefit you the most taking your money out. So you might have some non-qualified money with maybe a, a high cost basis, which means you have in their long-term gains. So um, you've held these investments for a year and a day. And so you're under the long-term capital gains rates. So we can look at that. We're looking at your your qualified money, look at what your spending is that year. Are you delaying Social Security? And and maybe it's a good time to be taking money from IRAs for a few years and then, you know, later years take out a Roth. The good thing is we can look at our, your tax rates and play with those and find out which is going to be best for you. We also have to look at where tax rates are going to be after 2025. And that's when the, the tax cuts jobs act will expire after 2025. And some people don't think it was as significant as it really is. Um, when I show what the tax rates were in 2016 and I show them where they are today, they're like, oh boy, that's, <laughs> that's a lot more money in taxes. You yeah. know, I'd be paying 2%, 3% more, uh, which adds up. It's also good to look at if you're going to change states of residency. I've actually had a few clients, quite a few clients this year, uh, make that decision. They're going to be Florida residents or South Dakota residents or even Tennessee. I think Tennessee is a 1% state rate. You know, South Dakota zero, Florida zero. Um, and how big of a difference that makes impact on your retirement where uh, we're talking about anywhere from, I've seen from 400 to $900 a month difference in taxes just per month. And that can make a big impact if you, uh, if you need to stretch out your funds in retirement. Yeah, taxes is a big deal and it's something you have to pay attention to in retirement. All right, our last item for the accumulation is income, right? You have to replace your paycheck once you get in retirement. There's many different ways you can do this to cover your basic expenses. And by doing it, by leveraging that lifetime, your lifetime income, you're able to take a lot of that complication out of the process. Yeah. And there's different ways to do it, like you said, Ben. So uh, I think a lot of other advisors uh, out there will put your account in a, give you a lifetime income stream, which is something you can definitely do. That's really not the focus of our practice. Uh, but there, there is, if that's important to you if you know some i've had a, a 3m client when she retired a couple of years ago she said you know what i just i get this bridge payment you know when if you retire early at at 3m you've been there long enough you get this bridge and which means they're just giving you a little bit of extra pension to, until you turn 62 once you turn 62 it goes away and she says you know what when that goes away i'm going to be kind of dependent on that so can i just put some of my 401k money into an account that will give me a guaranteed income that will never go away for that? I said, absolutely. So we did that with part of the 401k dollars put into account that gave it a guaranteed income for the rest of her life, just like a pension. So between pen her regular pension, her 401k, she created like a, a third pension in a sense with part of her 401k. Uh, she goes, that's going to meet all of our needs. So everything else that I have is just extra. And so we are able to uh, move those assets to a different different type of account that she can just draw on that as needed uh, for the extras in life. But uh, yeah, you can do that with a, we have a fixed index annuity with an income writer that gives you lifetime payments. You can just put it into account that just 
Um, we really recommend a double IRA plan for our clients in retirement so you can pick and choose which IRA will better serve you uh, based off market conditions. So you're never taking your money out of, out of an account uh, at a loss. And so either way, um, we can help your money last longer by having a plan in place. Well, these are just five of the ways and five of the things you need to know about decumulation. But as Mike pointed out, you know, retirement, you're at the halfway point, right? You're at halftime when you actually get into retirement. There's still plenty of planning to do, plenty of adjustments that need to be made. And there's, you know, ways to walk you through this decumulation process to manage your assets. And that's what a good advisor will help you with. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today, you want to talk about this a little bit more, a little bit deeper, contact Mike, principalpreservationservices.com, or you can call his team directly at 855-987-8888. Got a couple mailbag questions I want to get to, Mike, uh, before we close out the show here. Yeah. Um, and we appreciate everybody sending them in. You can do that by connecting through the website. Hit that contact link and send in a question for us if you have one. Uh, Deb says, I'm in the middle of a divorce after 30 years of marriage. Mm. Do you think I'd be better off to get half of my husband's 401k or half of his pension? I like the idea of having a guaranteed income, but I won't be retiring for another 10 years. So it's not like I need the pension right now. Yeah. Well, Deb, that depends. And typically you go through the divorce, you get half of what it would have been at the end of the divorce. So typically it's not going to grow much. Uh, I've seen a lot of the, the pension payments grow maybe like 3% a year. I've seen the statements uh, 2 to 3% a year. What we've seen lately, we'd have to see the numbers. We've seen most of the time the lump sum will outperform um, the pension. So if you're able to get half that in that 401k and you have to look in um, 10 years, if you can average, you know, the rule of 72, if you average 7.2%, that money will double in 10 years. So uh, whatever that number is, it'd be really close to being doubled, I think was is a fairly reasonable expectation in roughly that 10-year period. So the key is just finding out what that pension payment is because it's you're not going to get half of what it will be in 10 years. You're going to get half of what it would be at the time of divorce with some small increases from there. So it most likely, without seeing the numbers, most likely be better to take the the lump sum and invest that and get some some better returns on your investment. Deb, always important to sit down with a financial advisor to work you through that, but uh, good luck on that process and sorry you're having to go through all that. Yeah. Um, James, our next question says, if interest rates finally start going back up, should I change how I'm saving? I don't have very much in the bank right now because rates are so low. Yeah, well, I think it's still important, James, still to have money in the bank. I know it's we don't put the money in the bank for growing. <laughs> we put their money in the bank for accessibility and liquid, and it's safe. You know, so yeah, it's it's great to it'd be great to where we were back in you know 15 years ago when you can get a five year CD at five to seven percent. Those days are far behind us. So yeah, just remember that money in the bank. You should have while working three months to six months of your expenses set aside in cash or in the bank uh, while retirement, while in retirement, six to 12 months. So just remember the bank isn't there to, to grow. It's there for accessibility, for liquidity, for safety, um, for those emergencies. Um, I was, I understand we like to get some better returns, but if you're risking your emergency fund by having it in the market, you know, we know what the market can do. It can change on a dime. And I hate to have you uh, lose your emergency funds or a big part of that to market losses. Uh, that's not really where you should be saving your emergency funds in the market. You should have more money to bank regardless. Thank you for that question, James and Deb as well. That's all we have time for today. We'll get to a couple more questions on our next episode. So if you have them for us, send them in. 
principalpreservationservices.com is the website. You're going to find this podcast there, all the podcasts we've done. We archive them there on the website as well. So if you want to learn more, continue to educate yourself in terms of financial planning and retirement planning, the best place to do that is by visiting principalpreservationservices.com. And feel free to contact Mike and his team as well at 855-987-8888. And please subscribe to the show. You don't want to miss a single episode that we have. And Mike, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Me too. Take care, Ben. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.